What if that nagging feeling in the back of your neck was real? What if those hands reaching out from the dark that you believed were there, were there? What if the monster in the basement really existed? And what if there was really something under the bed? Would you have the courage to face your fears? Hello, brave souls, and welcome back to Fear. In today's episode, a woman tries to figure out why the trunk of her car keeps popping every morning. Is it a faulty mechanism, or is there something sinister going on? Stay tuned to find out what happens in My Car Trunk Kept Opening Every Morning. Written by Eek Peek. At first, I thought I had kept hitting the trunk button on my keys. You know, the lock, unlock, pop trunk, or start your car buttons that usually come with your set of keys. I always threw my keys on the kitchen table and thought it kept hitting the button upon impact. Seemed plausible in my opinion. I wasn't always the most careful person in the world. It started one day when I started my car to go to work. Trunk ajar appeared on my dashboard. I rolled my eyes just to the sheer thought that I had to get out in the freezing cold again to close my trunk. I didn't even bother to open it. It was open only slightly, barely at all, so I just pushed it shut. I thought nothing of it for the rest of the day. This started on a Monday. I had a very strict work schedule and was off every Tuesday and Wednesday. I work long hours, so I try to make the most of my days off. I like to stay at home and mainly just relax. I don't go anywhere usually unless I have to. It's safe to say my trunk being open was long forgotten by the time Thursday had rolled around. That Thursday morning, I started the car to warm it up while I grabbed the rest of my things. I took my purse off the table, grabbed a fresh bottle of water, and snatched my keys off the kitchen table. When I entered the car, I checked my mirrors, made sure none of the dashboard lights were on, and pushed my foot against the brake. I drove an automatic, so all I had to do was pull down the shift to drive. It wouldn't budge. Chunk ajar, flashing the part of my dashboard which shows the temperature and the mileage. Annoyed, I stepped out to close my trunk. It was only slightly open, so I pushed it shut once more. It wasn't until I got back into the car that I remembered the same thing had happened just two days ago. I still chalked up to my clumsy habit. I admit, it was the first time I thought that something weird might have been going on. It was a fleeting thought at best, though. By the time I had arrived at work, my trunk being open was long forgotten once more. Friday and Saturday morning went exactly the same, and by Saturday night, I was officially weirded out. I hadn't given it much thought previously, but like everyone else, sometimes I overthink at night. That Saturday night, I spent hours overthinking what it possibly could be. Even with all the overthinking and uneasy feelings, I still pushed it to the back of my mind. Eventually, I just fell asleep. Sunday morning, as I was getting my things together to leave for work, I couldn't find my keys. I always kept an extra set at the bottom of my top drawer on my nightstand. I began to pull everything out in panic when I couldn't find them. I was never late for work and I wasn't about to start. I gave up on the extra set and decided to keep searching for my normal ones. I found them in my hoodie pocket that I was wearing when I came home the previous day. Irritated by the lack of responsibility once again, I stormed out of the house in a rush. I was in such a hurry, I didn't even realize my trunk was closed for the first time since Monday. Sundays were my short days. I went in an hour later than I usually do and left two hours earlier than I normally do. That day went along like any other day. I got home, made sure the car was locked, carefully set the keys on the table, and started to unwind. I turned on the TV and fell asleep on the couch. I woke up around 9 and I was starving. I had slept for the time I usually make dinner. 
I wasn't about to make a whole meal at 9 p.m. I was tired and just wanted to eat. I decided I would go down to the fast food place down the street and grab a burger. I threw my jacket, my shoes, and grabbed my keys off the table. Walking down the stairs to get to my front door, I was overwhelmed with a sense of dread. I stopped at my front door. I just realized I hadn't gone out at night at all since my trunk started randomly opening. I hadn't even opened my trunk. I just kept pushing it down to shut it every morning. My thoughts started to race. I suppose the darkness made everything seem more grim. I didn't think anything sinister was happening up until that moment. They say you should always listen to your gut. I'm glad I did. I walked out to my car, but this time, I checked the trunk first. It was slightly opened. I turned on the flash on my phone, stood back, and whipped my trunk open. My trunk looked small from the first glance, but went back really far. You had to bend down to see it fully. I pointed my phone at my trunk. It looked empty. I bent down to look inside, but was caught off guard by a slight glare. I looked over and saw a lens. I pointed my phone light at it and realized it was a video camera. Beside it was my extra set of keys. I pulled them out and set them on top of my car. I didn't even check the rest of my trunk. I shut it, locked my car, and went back inside with the camera and my keys. The video camera was dead, but it had an SD card. I pulled it out and put it in my laptop. My screen soon was littered with pictures. They were pictures of me. There were hundreds of photos of me, showering, eating, watching TV, sleeping in bed. Some pictures were innocent, but most of them were inappropriate. Pictures that should have never been taken. Moments that were meant to be private. I became physically ill. Someone had been stalking me, and the dates in the pictures went back months. I called the police and showed them everything. They took the SD card and did a thorough search of my home. When they searched my car is when it all came together. Someone had cut a hole in the back of my trunk and was living inside of the back seats. They also found he had set up little cameras around my house. He had been stalking me for months, but I never realized until he started setting up cameras. He had taken my spare set of keys when this had started, which is how he got in and out. He was meticulous and precise, I guess. He even found a detailed plan. The cameras were his last move. His ultimate goal was to kidnap me one day on my way to work. He planned on cutting his way through the interior and taking me hostage. I don't like to think what he planned to do after. It makes me sick to this day, and it doesn't take a wild imagination to know what he planned on doing. Leaving the trunk open was an accident. He started to become sloppy when setting up the cameras. He left the trunk and would hide behind my house until I left. Then, he went inside and started setting up cameras, making sure to leave before I arrived. He ended up leaving the trunk open, probably thinking he closed it quietly. If he would have made sure it was shut, he would have gotten away with everything. They say he fled once I found the cameras. He must have been close by because the trunk was open when I went outside. If I would have waited a few days longer, I wouldn't be here today. I impounded my car and moved across the country. I changed my name and started a new life. Some people who knew me before this happened say I overreacted by going as far as changing my name. I disagree. Someone was smart enough to stalk me every day for months without my knowledge inside of my home. Someone was smart enough to survive inside my car without raising any sort of suspicion. If someone was smart enough to do that, I have to be smarter. I have to be one step ahead until they find him. I will continue to live the lifestyle I have been. I will keep my new name. I will keep this new job. I will continue to overreact. I sometimes wonder what would have happened if I would have checked my trunk earlier. Honestly though, maybe things could have been avoided if I would just regularly lock my front door. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed the story. 
Big thank you to the author for creating such an interesting and genuinely creepy experience. If you enjoyed the video, please subscribe or follow for more videos just like this one. If you'd like to support the channel, you can check out my Patreon link in the description below and know that I genuinely appreciate it. Follow me over on Twitter at podcast underscore fear or Facebook at fear the podcast. Thank you again for listening to the story. And until next time, always remember to face your fears. <laughs>